welcome to Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. In case you're joining us for the first time, I am Senior Master Craig Greca. I'm a uh, sixth degree black belt in the Universal Martial Art, a fifth degree master in the Taekwondo Martial Art. I have a brown sash in Kung Fu, and I've been training for over three years in the Kabuto Weapons. And I'm here today to discuss the teachings and trainings inside the Karate Kid universe, including the Cobra Kai Netflix show, which is getting ready to premiere season five soon. So we're looking forward to that. Very excited. But uh, today's example comes to us from the Karate Kid movies and also the Cobra Kai show. Uh, in these shows, Mr. Miyagi and Daniel both try to have their students learn and develop tinsel strength by performing work like painting fences, painting houses, sanding, in order to develop strength in their hands, wrists, forearms, and the rest of their body. Today we'll be learning about how this helps a martial artist. So, our topic today is tensile strength. Okay, a quick definition of tensile strength. It's a noun and it's defined as the amount of tensile stress a material can withstand before breaking. Okay, tensile strength for a martial artist is how strong that you can become to be able, in effect, to stress out a material to cause damage and pain. Okay? In our earlier podcast, we talk about being country strong. And this concept applies um, uh, in this particular topic as well. And it is a theory that when you do a lot of manual labor, that you become stronger in many areas of your body, including the hands, forearms, and the shoulders. Okay? So this concept is uh, extremely important. You don't have to live in the country to be country strong. You can be in the city as well. It's just a concept. You know, um, typically uh, people that um, live in the country have to do a lot of chores to maintain the land they live on, whether they're a farmer or they have animals. You know, so they have to do a lot of chores, and those chores end up making you pretty strong, okay? Including a lot of the, uh, just as a side note, the, a lot of the American Ninja Warriors that, um, that compete in that training, um, a lot of them are, um, you know, manual labor, labor, laborers of some kind, okay? Whether it be a cement worker or a farmer, um, a rancher, stuff like that. One of the guys in Japan is a, uh, was a um, uh, captain on a ship, so he did a lot of ship duties. So, Anyways, um, our work task for this particular topic of tensile strength um, is any act of working that involves lifting, picking up stuff, and placing it into a different spot. Okay, now this type of work is used to get ready to start a big job or to finish a big job. Okay, in the movie industry we call this set and strike. Set and strike. Okay, um, it's not a very glamorous job, but it's a job nonetheless that has to be done with every big job that you do. Um, an example of this is um, I just installed a new window recently. You have to get the ladder, the power cord, the drill, 
the bits, the shims, the caulk, the screws, and the window itself. Okay, so you have to gather all your supplies first before you can even start. Therefore, you'll have everything out, and then you have to put everything away, of course, when you're done. Okay, so as soon as you finish installing the window, um, you have to uh, put everything away. And that's, as I said, it's not very much fun, that part is, but it's something to do nonetheless. That kind of work um, makes the work task longer because you have to set everything up and then strike everything. Um, but in the long run, it helps you because the next time you do a job, you have everything put away. Um, another example of um, using tinsel strength um, is when you use a power drill a lot. Okay, so when you have a power drill and you're putting screws in, uh, whether it be uh, wood or drywall, um, it takes a lot of tensile strength to push um, the screw as you um, use the drill to um, screw it in. Now, um, <clears throat> I didn't realize how much tensile strength it required um, until I had my son try out um, and put up some drywall. Um, sometimes he would uh, not be able to drive the screw all the way in, and uh, he lost power along the way. And when he was having difficulty after putting, uh, after putting in two dozen screws. So after he put two dozen screws or more in, he started losing power. Um, and I can see how much tensile strength it actually requires uh, to do a job like that. Okay, sometimes we take it for granted when we've already achieved a certain level of strength. Uh, we take it for granted that it's so easy to do. But after you've done it a lot, um, like if you... Put, putting something together all day and you're, uh, it's all you're doing is uh, using the, the uh, drill and the screw gun, uh, you realize how much your hand and wrist and forearms and, and shoulder is hurting. So um, all of that stuff, all of that kind of work and manual labor really help you to develop that, that strength that you're looking for in martial arts. Okay. Now speaking of our martial art practice today, um, here are some physical training things that you can do to build and uh, continue to encourage tinsel strength. Okay, One thing you can try to do, and this is a challenge for you youngsters at home too, is to try and do push-ups on your fingers. Okay, So you kind of make your, your hand into a teepee or an eagle claw of some kind, and then you uh, hold yourself up while you do your push-ups. You'll develop a lot of hand and tinsel strength that way by trying it, okay? Uh, you can do regular push-ups, and then you can do the finger push-ups as a challenge and see how many you can do. Now, another way to measure how much strength you have is you could break a board, okay? So sometimes we break real boards in our class. Sometimes we have breakable boards as well, okay? Now, um, just a note on this. I mean. Um, the amount of um, confidence that one builds from breaking a board is truly remarkable because they realize that, uh, one, they have to be committed to driving their technique. Uh, number two, they don't just strike the surface, but they actually drive through the board. Okay, So there's something to be said for that, to understand it's not a surface punch. You're actually trying to dig in. Okay, However, with, with that said, um, it's not a true indicator of how powerful your techniques are. And um, 
uh, it's not the only measure of a martial artist, okay? Because there's actually, like, especially in traditional martial arts, um, they would, um, you know, you'd go through your whole, your whole um, performance at a test showing your kata, your patterns, your speed drills, your, your techniques. You'd show power on the air shield. And because you have a hard time hitting knuckle to hard wood, um, people think they failed their test if they couldn't break their board. Okay? And then some martial arts, they focus so much on board and cement breaking that they really, like, really unhealthy, can't move, uh, no accuracy with your techniques, especially when moving. It's kind of like um, a martial artist breaking just boards. It's kind of like a basketball player staying at the free, free throw line and just making shots, okay? Can they make the shot when they have pressure? Can they make the shot when someone's covering them? Can they make the shot when they're moving, okay? So those are other, other things that you have to ask yourself. And I just had to, you know, let you guys know about that because I know sometimes people in traditional martial arts are really big on the board breaking. Okay, so we have a new exercise for you guys to try today. Okay, one of the things that I um, that I developed here is a um, um, is just this is just a training method. This isn't the the end all of what you're supposed to do when you practice your punches. But you could um, do what's called push punches push punches on the bag. So on the air shield or heavy bag, you can punch the bag and push it, okay? Now that would help you to use your muscles more and to drive into the bag. You can also do push kicks on the bag. So instead of a push punch or push hand technique, you can do a push kick. Now this isn't a great way to develop you know, impact power, but it is a great way to get good exercise and to see, start to develop some of that strength that you're looking for. Okay, so try that. Try the push punches, maybe 10 on each arm, and try push kicks, 10 on each leg. Now, another uh, technique or movement that you can do to develop tensile strength would be the good old-fashioned pull-up. Okay, now the pull-up can be done uh, with, um, with an exercise band. Okay, to help you so you're not doing your full weight. Um, you can also do it at the gym too where you have the uh, counterbalance weight to make yourself a little lighter if you can't do a regular pull-up. But if you can do a regular pull-up, either on a chair or uh, hanging full weight, you can do that to help yourself get stronger. Okay, so pull-ups are a great way to develop strength. Um, when it comes to a physical fight, this gives you better control over your opponent and not just for being able to strike hard, but also in grappling, being able to overpower your aggressor as well, okay? So what I mean by that is this. When you develop a, a level of tensile strength in your shoulders, forearms, hands, etc., you can manipulate your opponent more. So let's say, for example, that you know a small lady develops strength by, doing, um, by bailing hay as a farmer, and then does martial art training, and then, for example, a guy tries to mess with her, and she's, she's able to, you know, actually use her shoulders and arms to, to keep him off her enough to do punches and kicks and can manipulate the, the situation a little better, that, as opposed to having weak arms and shoulders um, and not being able to do anything. So strength really helps in that respect. Now, 
Moving on to the mental martial arts training, the mental martial arts training, okay? One of the concepts I wanted to uh, bring to your attention is, is that don't forget that as you age, your muscles will get denser, but you'll need to stretch more to keep it from being too tense, okay? So very often, um, kids will have, you know, kind of like be more like rubber band and they won't have a lot of their adult muscles yet. Um, and then as they get to be closer to uh, preteens and teenagers, they start to gain their adult muscles and therefore become a lot stronger in their martial art movements, okay? And then, of course, as we age, our joints and our um, uh, muscles tend to uh, get tenser, and it creates a lot of tensile strength for us. However, um, it also sometimes causes injury. So people have said before that you don't really age, you just need to stretch. Okay? So um, one of the concepts is, is uh, called flexible steel. Okay, so flexible steel. And flexible steel is the goal that you are looking for in your training regimen. And that is creating a balance between your stretching and flexibility training and your tensile strength training. Okay, so you have to be bendy, you have to be flexible, and you have to be strong at the same time. Okay, so it's, it's not an easy task. Um, it's something that uh, all martial artists strive towards, okay? Uh, as we said, when you're younger, you're trying to get stronger, okay, because you probably are flexible. Although I've seen some kids that weren't quite as bendy as others um, as far as their, you know, straddle stretch and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, flexibility always has to be developed um, every time. So if you're naturally gifted, um, have uh, increased range of motion, that's great. You know, you, you got to capitalize on that and really use it. But in my experience, it's always been the people that work at it are the ones that are good at it. Okay, so if there's something you want to be good at, of course, you need to work towards it. So then, how do you maintain that balance between uh, flexibility and tensile strength? Well, one of the things is, is that when you train, you have to make it a priority. So, for example, let's say you begin your training, you're going to want to do your stretches first. Okay, you can, you can do your stretches first to warm up. And then you should finish a workout, a martial art workout, with uh, flexibility training as well. Okay, so before and after you work out, it should be, it should be a, um, a goal for you. So if you include it as part of your workout, then you always will do the flexibility training, okay? And then, of course, you have to do the tensile strength training as well to make sure that you're getting stronger, okay? Um, a lot of times for tensile strength, besides doing manual labor, um, if that's not available to you, let's say your parents pretty much have a household that's well-maintained, you have nothing to do at home, you can, of course, lift weights, okay, go for a run, uh, do uh, activities that require you to develop that tensile strength. Okay, uh, for example, we recently got into kayaking, and uh, I can just tell you from personal experience that when you kayak for a few hours, your backs, your shoulders are killing you. You know, so it's it's a good workout, 
And it's a great way to develop the strength in your shoulders and back. Okay. Okay, so um, remember that um, part of the mental training all the time is having the right mindset whenever you're doing, like if you're doing flexibility training, to have the nice relaxed mind. When you're doing the strength training, you want to have a nice, a uh, little bit more, um, you know, active breathing so that you can get the, the, the chest breathing so you can get the, uh, the pump that you need in order to uh, get the weight up. And then, of course, the deep belly breathing whenever you do the, um, the flexibility training. And that'll kind of round out our mental, physical, uh, mental martial art training today. Okay, so um, a couple of things real quick. Number one, the technique of the week. The technique of the week will be those push techniques that we talked about earlier, those push techniques. So the, the push punches or palm strikes uh, and the push kicks. Okay, so try that concept out. It, as I said, it's not a great way to train all the time, but it's a great way to just to get a little stronger, you know, push the bag a little bit, push the shield a little bit and try and, try and work your muscles um, to get that um, to get some more strength in your arms and legs. And then, of course, our secret phrase. Remember, we always have a secret phrase every podcast. And today's is flexible steel. Okay, so you want to have your body to be a flexible steel. Okay, so I want you to work towards that concept and keep on getting better and better at it. Okay, now, <clears throat> I'm sorry we haven't been on uh, the podcast in a while. I apologize. Um, I've been um, doing the construction on our new uh, studio, and we're getting very close to opening it up. So this is kind of a nice podcast because we're getting close to opening up our studio, and uh, the premiere of Cobra Kai is tonight, season five. So I'm looking forward to uh, posting this, and uh, hopefully you guys uh, enjoy listening to it. Okay? Remember... In order to fully learn any kind of martial art, you have to unlearn your misconceptions about what constitutes training. Okay? And then I look forward to uh, seeing you guys next week in our podcast. Remember that uh, we are here every week learning martial arts through everyday work, thus creating life around you, increased productivity, and a better world. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your week and the rest of your day. This is Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Take care, everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye.